Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this very special Friday birthday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. A birthday edition. That's right. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> yes, I guess today is. It's the big five, six today. Woo! Yeah, woo Will there be cake? Uh, no. Oh. Right. Sorry. Well, this show just went down the crapper as far as <laughs> we I'm We have concerned. plans. We have plans this weekend. That's true. We have things to do. We're not going to be here for cake. All right. I'll buy you a cupcake somewhere. Thank you. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? All right. We're going to start with uh, some lightsaber news uh, for Light and Life, the new legacy lightsaber hilt inspired by Star Wars, The High Republic. Do you know what Star Wars, The High Republic is? It must be a Disney Plus show. No. Oh. Sorry. It's uh, a comic book. About three years ago, they announced The High Republic, which was a Star Wars series that was going to take place like 200 years prior to the events of Star Wars. A Star Wars series of what? Uh, it's comic books. Okay, then. Uh, regular print books, mm -hmm. graphic novels. Okay. So it is a whole series mm -hmm. of, of different media okay. that is being utilized to create this new environment. Uh, so now for the first time, they have some legacy lightsaber hilts that are inspired by the High Republic. And you can get your Stellan Geos legacy lightsaber Available on November 17th at Shop Disney or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in both California and Florida. Wonderful. Disney is bringing some holiday magic to veteran homes. That's right. It's part of an annual tradition where members of Disney salute veterans uh, and Disney volunteers spent some time decorating the Orlando Fisher House for the holidays. Fisher House is one of 96 homes built across the United States. Uh, by the Fisher House Foundation to ease the lives of veteran families in need. Okay. It provides complimentary lodging for military and veterans' families, allowing them to stay where their loved ones are while they receive medical care. Okay. Uh, so Disney began a tradition in 2019 um, to start to decorate the Orlando Fisher House to bring some holiday magic to veterans and their families who were staying there. Uh, they have now been doing it. This is the fifth year that they have done so. And it looks like it's spreading to other veterans' homes uh, across the country where there are Disney companies. So, uh, you know, this is part of military families. Uh, what was the name of the month? What are they calling it? <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, call it Military Family Month. Yeah, sure. but it, it's a, November is a month where we show appreciation for veterans. And, of course, this weekend is Veterans Day. So very nice to see Disney doing their uh, salute to veterans and families. Very nice. Next up in the Foodie Guide series is the Guide to the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. That's right. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health 2023 is just around the corner. It's going to be starting on November 24th, and it will last through December 3rd. Of course, you know, there are a multitude of holiday kitchens that are built over in Epcot. This year, there are 15 of them. They do have returning favorites like the cheese fondue in a bread bowl. Uh, from the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen and the Slow Roasted Turkey from the American Holiday Table. And then there are some new treats um, like rugelash from the Lafrayam Holiday Kitchen. So, you know, I enjoy a little bit of rugelash. Oh, they're every, fantastic. Every Those are the little uh, cookies that I like to buy oh. when we go to Katz's Deli. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, 15 holiday kitchens, plenty of eats. You, you never go hungry in no, Epcot. No, no. Uh, 
uh, because every festival has food booths. And I don't know why the food booths aren't permanent yet. It seems like they are. Unfortunately, while we are in Disney World for the holidays, we are there for the um, Very Merry Christmas Party, which is only at the Magic Kingdom. So we do not get to go. We do not get to go. All these but there are plenty things. of delicious bites and wonderful sips and beverages that you can have while you're there. So check it out on the Disney uh, Disney Parks blog. And that uh, wraps up all of our news in the Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland. Okay, three Disneyland railroad trains are running simultaneously for the first time since the station fire. That's right. You may remember that there was a fire in the New Orleans Square train station about 10 months ago. And uh, the trains have been running sporadically ever since, but they now have three trains on the track. They've been testing them. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not realize that Disneyland runs three trains at a time. Florida seems like they only run one. Maybe. And it takes an amount of time to circle the park. Well, at Disneyland, they run, at their maximum capacity, they run four trains. Wow. And the wait in each station is only five minutes. Now they're running three trains when they're running them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wait is seven minutes. Oh. So, uh, you know, in order to maximize their time, they'd like to have more trains run right. running. But apparently, um, you know, the fire damaged some of the track. It damaged, uh, the, I guess, some of the signaling components. Mm-hmm. So they are running, uh, not to maximum efficiency, but they are testing. And it is believed to be only a matter of time before four trains are running again. Oh, good. A reopening date has been announced for Fantasmic at Disneyland. That's right. The Nighttime Spectacular will be returning to the park on May 24th of 2024. Uh, you may remember that there was a fire in April. <laughs> so many fires. 2023. Was there a kid with a book of matches running through I the know, park? I know, right? Um, and uh, that completely destroyed the Maleficent dragon. Yeah. So uh, the show is going to return with a new battle between Mickey and Maleficent, although Maleficent will not be in her dragon form. Okay. In the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland, the shrine is under construction and one of the African elephants have been removed. That's right. It looks like they're in the midst of some refurbishment progress uh, projects going on right now. Uh, They have put up some scrim. They have removed one of the elephants. It looks kind of barren, but, you know, those uh, animatronic animals need love. (laughs) Sure they do. And you know what else isn't working? What? The piranhas. Oh, well, gosh, how can you even go and see it without the piranhas? I know. What's the point? Disneyland has updated their pin trading guidelines to restrict non-lanyard trading. Um, That'll keep people from using benches to display their pins. That's right. Uh, There have been some benches in Disneyland that were set up in Frontierland that were designated as a trading area uh, in the past. Uh, However, now they want people to be able to sit, so they're not allowing them to use those benches. They have set up three tables over near the Westward Ho Trading uh, Company, and that is available for pin trading between uh, park opening and 3 p.m. every day. So you can bring your pin trading That's book, so funny. set it up on one of three tables, and trade away. Um, you know, they pin trading started out between, you know, uh, guests and cast members. Right. And you used to be able to go up and ask guests if they had a lanyard on to trade a pin, and they were always obligated to trade with you. Um, and Epcot has just announced that they will be bringing back lanyard trading. Mm-hmm. So if you see a cast member with a oh, pin okay. on, you can ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had kind of stopped that after COVID because right. they didn't want people touching yeah, things yeah. And, and handing them back and forth. So um, there is now in Disneyland uh, some new pin trading etiquette that has been released. Uh, the uh, only official Disney pins may be traded. The pin condition should be good, undamaged, uh, and have the pin backing. 
There needs to be uh, one pin traded at a time, and you may trade a maximum of two pins per cast member or trading board per day. So, uh, and you must always ask first. Okay. So, uh, pin traders go to it. <laughs> you know, I get the occasional pin every now and then because I like them, but I am glad I did not get suckered into pin trading. I know. You do have a lanyard. You got one with a whole bunch of stuff on it from one I of do. the, I do. Like from the head server or something on uh, the Disney Cruise Line. He's in charge of uh, beverage, food and beverage on All the Disney right. Cruise Line. Well, those are probably some good pins. You should put it on for our next trip. I don't want to get rid of them, though. <laughs> See, I, I want to trade, but I don't want to get rid of stuff. You want to get stuff. Yes. You want to buy things. Yes, I like the getting stuff part right. of trading. Not the giving stuff. Exactly. Okay. The new Parkside Market stage has been revealed at Downtown Disney, but it remains under construction as part of the ongoing reimagining of the shopping and dining district. Yeah, it's a very nice little stage area. Um, the Parkside Market was announced about a month ago. They did release some concept art with a retro future style white stage and a wall behind it. And uh, that stage is now up. It is, as Cheryl mentioned, it is not completed, but it's a nice addition to that area. The downtown Disney district at Disneyland is going to have snowfall for the first time this holiday season every evening from November 24th until December 31st. That's right. Happy holidays. The snowfall is going to happen every night, every half hour between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. It will take place between the Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio and Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes. Uh, Of course, in addition to the snowfall, they will have festive decor um, so that's, that's exciting. You know, there's yeah. nothing better than snope. <laughs> it is fun, especially if you're from somewhere that it doesn't snow. You know, that snow story is a good thing, uh, a good way to wrap up our Disneyland talk. So let's head on over to Walt Disney World. All right. I didn't know that there had been a rotating popcorn tin pri- uh, previously, yes. but I guess there was. Did we talk about it ever? Uh, I think it was last year. Oh, okay. Well, this year the version is gold, and it has been released. It's available at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. The gold musical rotating popcorn tin is available for $28. It includes popcorn at the time of purchase. There are a limit of two per person per transaction, and they are available while supplies last. Uh, They're very nice. Uh, It plays a music box version of Jingle Bells as it spins Uh, Last year, they had a red version, Mm -hmm. uh, and the art featured on the rotating display is new this year. It features Minnie, Santa, Goofy, and more. So, you know, I would buy that. All right. Because you put it out with your Christmas display stuff, and it's cute, and Mm -hmm. it does its musical thing, and then at the end of the season, you pack it up and put it away for next year. Okay. Yeah. And it comes with a very nice seasonal Disney Parks red lanyard with blue uh, holly leaves. I think they're supposed to be green. Well, they look blue in this picture, <laughs> and it actually says that they're uh, oh, blue red leaves. with blue leaves. Kind of weird. I don't know why you would have blue holly I leaves. don't either. So, um, yeah. Okay. I guess I know what I'm getting you as a gift while we're down there. Maybe. If supplies still last. Right. To go with your rotating popcorn bucket, there is now a Donald Duck Christmas tree sipper. That's right. The new Donald Duck Christmas tree sipper launched at the Merry Ver- Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on Thursday, November 9th. It should be available, uh, you know, during regular hours uh, in a few days. The Donald Duck Christmas tree sipper will set you back $14.50. Um, it is Donald. Uh, he is wearing a Christmas tree <laughs> covered in lights and ornaments. He's, He's wearing a red shirt. And holding a candy cane, of course, he does not have pants on as usual. You can't even tell that he's wearing a red shirt because he's pretty much all uh, All Christmas Christmas tree. tree. Uh, There is a yellow star on top of the tree. The top of the sipper comes off so that you can refill it. And then a straw pops out, uh, which is very nice. It comes with a green lanyard with holiday lights on it. 
and uh, it will be available to the general public beginning November 11th. How about if I got one of these and then just carried it around work all day, sipping out of my sipper? That would be exciting. <laughs> because the first Christmas party has now taken place, uh, the Christmas party maps are now available to look at. That's right. The map is in a, a new orientation, which is exciting. It is uh, horizontal as mm. opposed to vertical. Okay. So it is a very nice Christmas scene so of pretty. the shops on Main Street. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the map opens up with more details regarding Mer uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. I like that layout better. It does show snow over the grassy areas, although there really is not that much <laughs> snow. Um, it shows character meeting spots. It shows where f the free foods are, and it shows you details about uh, the dance parties, uh, of which there are two this year, the Club Tinsel Dance Party and the Disney Junior Jingle Jam. Ooh. So uh, fun times there. Cool. So the um, the character meet and greets have also been announced for the Christmas party. Yeah, this is, you know, sometimes one of the best aspects of, of the part, uh, party itself. Uh, on Main Street USA, we're going to have a Mickey Mouse, Jack Skellington, uh, no Sally this year. <laughs> she is not in the lineup. And Mary Poppins. Fantasyland will give us Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Alice and the White Rabbit, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet, Ariel and Prince Eric, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, Cinderella and Prince Charming, Snow White and her Prince, Aurora and Prince Philip, Belle and Mirabelle. Okay. Uh, over in Storybook Circus, we get Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, and Daisy Duck. It's not Donald Duck. Oh, sorry. Yep, Keep Minnie going. Mouse, Donald Duck, and Daisy Duck. Scrooge McDuck, That's Santa Goofy, and the Seven Dwarfs. Over in Adventureland, it is Aladdin, Abu, Jasmine, and Genie, Captain Jack, Peter Pan, and Stitch. Frontierland, <laughs> we get the Country Bears, Liverlips, Shaker, Wendell, and Big Al. In Liberty Square, we get Santa Claus and uh, Tiana and Naveen, uh, Prince Naveen. So, very fun times. That's a lot of characters. Yeah, There's lot. always a huge line for the Seven Dwarves. Yes. But that is a, an excellent character picture opportunity yes. to get all seven dwarfs in one photo. I think they only have them at the parties. Yes. Yeah. Um, so a couple of more dates have sold out for the Very Merry Christmas Party, which is kind of a bummer because one of my friends wanted to come on the same night as us. And That's if right. any of our listeners had wanted to come on the same night as us and did not jump as soon as they heard, right. hey, you're out of luck. Well, sold out dates now include November 9th, November 10th, November 13th, November 17th, December 1st, December 3rd, December 5th, December 7th. And of course, the last party, December 22nd. And possibly more because they're selling out like... You know, from one time you check to the next, there's new ones yes. missing. Last year, the uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party was sold out completely by November 20th. Yeah. So if you're planning on going, get your tickets soon. Right. And you know what is one aspect of the Christmas party that I was not aware of this year? What? Is that every guest prior to 8 p.m. is uh, getting a uh, metal uh, toy soldier Christmas ornament. Oh, so you can remember remember the party forever. That's and, awesome. And keep that ornament on your tree. So fun. The light show Wish on Spaceship Earth is debuting on November 22nd. That's right. November 22nd, of course, is the same day that Walt Disney Animation Studios' Wish is being released. So Epcot is going to celebrate it with a new Earth show. The show will feature the song I'm a Star, which was released this past Wednesday. Uh, and if you head on over to the Walt Disney World Instagram page... You can get, I'm sorry, it's their X page, formerly known as oh, Twitter. Right. Uh, you can see a preview of the song and see the star fly around Spaceship Earth. All right. While the show is going to debut on November 22nd, there is no word on when the show will stop appearing. Okay. 
Having Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios is really hurrying up the decorating process.、Um, they have put up the Christmas tree, the Santa Gertie, poodles, and a whole bunch of other decorations. That's right. My favorite part of the decorations each year is, of course, Gertie the dinosaur having a hat and、uh, <laughs> ornaments hanging yes, from her. Yes, she's cute.、Uh, as well as the really retro-looking, you know, 1950s style reindeer ornaments that are on the light posts. Right.、Uh, I, I really like those. Um, so、uh, yeah, everybody's getting in the holiday spirit. Yeah, because when is the when is the first the first、uh, Jollywood nights? It's November eleventh. Right. So I mean, that better be done. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, <laughs> they used to have a little more time, but this year they do not. Even the Navi are getting into the holiday decorations as the、uh, holiday decorations are returning to Pandora at Animal Kingdom. That's right. Pandora, the world of Avatar, is getting decorated for Earth's holiday season. Uh, they have decorated、uh, Pangu Pangu and the amp suit in front of the kiosk at、uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar,、um, and the decorations is actually done by the humans who、oh. are on Pandora. Well, that's okay. I'm sure.、Uh, I'm sure it's being enjoyed by all. That's right. The Navi、uh, do not want to appropriate our culture, so they are not doing anything. Right. Okay. So wait. So this is actually like really bad, right? The humans are just like marching in and putting our stuff up. That's right. We're bringing Christmas and Hanukkah stuff over to Avatar to whether Pandora, they, whether they like it or not. So this story is about something that Tony and I have to do when we're down in、uh, Disney in a couple of weeks.、Uh, there's a Santa Claus meet and greet at Disney Springs, which we've done before, and、uh, it's free. So you know, I love that. And、uh, this seems like this year,、uh, as they have for many years, you have to use a virtual queue. That's right. The meet and greet begins today.、Uh, happy birthday to me, and welcome. You can have、oh, Santa Claus. I feel like there was a lot happening on November tenth. Yes, there is.、Uh, actually, in Disneyland, the treehouse opened up today. See that? So many things. So Santa Claus will be meeting his guests in his workshop at the back of Once Upon a Toy in the Disney Springs Marketplace. Guests can join the virtual queue at nine a.m., eleven thirty a.m., two p.m., four thirty p.m., or seven p.m. Once you are in Disney Springs. After you join the virtual queue, you will be able to,、uh, you know, do some shopping, maybe eat some food. Go to Gideon's. Go to Gideon's. Get in that line. That's、so、right. Many virtual Before、queues. visiting Santa Claus <laughs> at your assigned time,、uh, one of the other things you could do while you're there is maybe go visit the、uh, Christmas tree stroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fun too.、Uh, at Disney's Beach Club, they have put up their gingerbread display, and it is a gingerbread carousel that is inspired by Ducktales World Showcase Adventure. That's right, which was in Epcot.、Um, this is the twenty-second year for the gingerbread carousel. Each year, it carries a different theme.、Um, it spins and actually has four horses, so it is a functioning carousel. Although you cannot ride it, it is super cool. It is the weirdest theme ever, though. It is,、uh, and it is themed by the Ducktales because on the edge of the roof,、uh, the flags of various countries alternate with the Ducktales characters. <laughs> so bizarre. So we'll get into the business,、uh, the boring business news for a second as part of the Disney Company.、Uh, yesterday was the earnings call for the fourth quarter and fiscal year 2023. Bob Iger said they are focusing on four key building opportunities that will be central to Disney's success, and that is achieving a significant and sustained profitability in our in their streaming business, building ESPN into the preeminent digital sports platform, improving the output and economics of our film studios. And turbocharging growths in their experience business. Now they mentioned their streaming business.、Uh, the streaming business last year closed out the fourth quarter by losing three hundred eighty-seven million dollars. How is that even possible? They did reach, however, one hundred fifty million subscriptions by the end of the quarter, 
which is up from 146.7 million at the end of the other quarter. Yeah, but if you're losing money, who cares? Right. Um, Hulu, of course, uh, uh, had su- subscription numbers improve too. Disney, as we know, will be buying out Hulu. Uh, Comcast has a one has 33 percent share. Disney is going to buy it for, I believe, eight and a half billion dollars. Uh, and then later this month, and a a combined Hulu and Disney Plus app will debut for subscribers who have both services. It hmm. will be one app that will allow you to access content on both of those platforms. All right. But, you know, it's not all bad news because when you look at their year-end results, uh, the revenue ended uh, for the quarter at $21.2 billion, which was up a billion dollars from 2022. Okay. That's good. Uh, revenue for the entire year was $88.9 billion, which was an increase of $6.2 billion. Good for them. Um, unfortunately, Walt Disney World took the like one of the biggest hits. You know, they're having issues with the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't want to travel to Florida uh, because of that. So, you know, rough times. Uh, the rest of the parks, you know, around the world are doing, doing right. very well. But Disney has said that they need to reduce costs by $7.5 billion within the next year. Great. That is $2 billion more than they originally targeted. And where? At, Dis- at Disney World just or just a- everywhere? across the company. Okay. And, you know, part of that is the fact that they're not moving Imagineering mm-hmm. uh, to Florida. They're going to keep them in Glendale. Right. So uh, we'll see if... These price, uh, you know, these cost savings affect the guests at all, the guest experience. Right. Every time we talk business like that, I feel like we're like a really bad MSNBC. <laughs> with only two stories. Yeah. So what's going on with uh, entertainment news? Well, I'll do this one just because uh, you had me watch the trailer. So I sort of know what I'm talking about. Uh, the first Inside Out 2 teaser trailer and poster have introduced the new emotions and character voices. That's right. Inside Out 2 is expected to hit theaters on June 14th of 2024. It's a follow-up nine years after the original Inside Out was released, uh, and we're going to see Riley hit puberty this time. I think it's after that. Is that what you're reading? I don't think it's puberty if it's how many years after? Well, it's it's nine, It's nine. been nine years right. uh, in real time, but we don't know how long oh, after the first oh, oh, movie I this understand. movie takes place. Okay. So Riley is expected to hit puberty, and of course, the newest emotion uh, that is joining the cast is anxiety. It's it looks so good. Yes. I, yeah, I I liked the first one well enough, but not enough to get excited about it. Just from this trailer, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. A lot of adult humor, I think, in the sense that you know it is about more adult emotions. I have a feeling you keep saying puberty, but does it say that anywhere in there? Or uh, you're I read just it guessing? in another article. All right. Um, I just think they're more adult emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, anxiety is. What were, there was a couple of others, right? Oh, envy, well, embarrassment. Uh, anxiety says that we were hoping to make a good first impression. He's the only new emotion that was introduced in the course of this uh, movie clip. There are some additional emotions in the poster but there's uh, also... that look like they are popping out. And one article says that the other new characters are rumored to be uh, envy and embarrassment. Uh, okay. Or at least two of them. When we were watching the thing, I thought at the end when it closes, there's all these other like names or words that come up. Oh, that was just the emotions that you feel. Well, I mean, isn't that the point? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Isn't that what these are? These characters are emotions that you feel. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a bunch of new characters, and it looks really good. Let's jump on over to Universal. All right. Uh, Universal Orlando is now auditioning voice actors, dancers, puppeteers, 
um, and more for the upcoming DreamWorks land. That's right. DreamWorks land is the uh, new section of the park that replaced Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. And as Cheryl mentioned, they are now looking for performers in both full-time and part-time roles um, to take some new roles in this area of the park. Uh, they are looking for submissions uh, for animated show performers, dancers, puppeteers, and singers. The deadline for submissions, if you're applying for any of these positions, is November 15th. All right. They are also auditioning for positions at Epic Universe. Which is funny. They're uh, doing internal entertainment auditions for a park that does not open until the summer of 2025. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, so this Epic Universe casting call... They are looking for actors, drummers, actor, musicians, puppeteers, dancers, singers, and animated show slash atmosphere performers. The submission deadline for these roles are November 22nd. You must be a pre-existing team member at Universal. Right. So I'm sure we have one listener who's a team member at Universal. Maybe. Florida's first snow park, uh, Snowcat Ridge, has delayed its opening for this season. You know, Snowcat Ridge uh, has made it a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, I think so, too. They first opened in 2020 mm -hmm. in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Uh, and now they are coming back for their fourth season. Um, they are coming back a little later. They were expected to open on November 17th. However, they will now be opening on December 3rd. If you have a ticket for dates prior to December 3rd, you will receive a full refund from uh uh, from Snowcat Ridge. Okay. So this park, which is in Dade City, uh, gives guests the opportunity to slide down a 60-foot-tall, 400-foot-long snow tube hill or play inside a 10,000-square-foot Arctic igloo. They also have an alpine village with food, drinks, shopping, and bonfires. Sounds fun. Uh, they also have an outdoor skating, ice skating ribbon, and an Eskimo outpost that has private igloo rentals. Uh, this year, they have Santa's Christmas Lane, which features meet and greets at Santa's Cozy Cabin, Storytime with Mrs. Claus, Santa's Gift Shop, and the Peppermint Play Zone for visitors age 7 and younger. Uh, Dade City is about 90 minutes from Orlando and 40 minutes from Tampa. They plan to be open through February 25th. Legoland is going to be expanding with a freestanding Sea Life Aquarium attraction and a Ferrari-based activity. That's right. They're going to be coming in 2025. Sea uh, Life Florida is going to be the second Sea uh, Life Aquarium in the area. They opened up Sea Life Orlando on International Drive in 2015. So they're going just down the park, uh, just down the road to Winter Haven. So that's fun. Sea uh, Life and Legoland attractions are both operated by the Merlin Entertainment Group, which is a British company. The aquarium is scheduled to open in the fall of 2024 near the entrance of Legoland, but it will not be Lego themed. Okay. So uh, that is the deal for the aquarium. And then a new race car themed exhibit is under construction inside the Legoland Florida theme park. The Lego Ferrari Build and Race is expected to open in the spring of 2024. Uh, so essentially, you're going into a garage. There will be a life-size Ferrari model completely made of Legos. Cool. Uh, and then the experience is several rooms where you can build and test and look at how you can create your own Ferrari or car experience through different tracks. Seems like with naps and everything added in, you might actually be able to get two days out of this, uh, right? this area. Uh, the company has similar Ferrari experiences at both Legoland California and Legoland Windsor in England. All right, so that's all our news for today. We're going to be away for the weekend celebrating my birthday, but yes. we'll be back on Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Beep, beep.